Welcome to the FinGen Show. I'm your host, Ferris Alamy. In this episode, we're going to discuss entrepreneurship ecosystem development. What I've seen over the last 20 some years in this space is it's been evolving year after year. And when COVID hit back in 2020, or late 2019, early 2020, it was clear that there will be a shift. I'm not sure if anyone knew what shift would look like or where it's going to go, but it's clear now where this shift has taken us. And what's clear is that those entrepreneurship ecosystems of a smaller environment had arised to be much bigger than they used to be. In the same time, some of the big players of the ecosystem are now dropping. And I think there are lots of factors that have you know, contributed to this new development. One of them is, as we know, things always are shifting and always changing. Power is always shifting. Power is always changing. And sometimes what I've seen for over the past 20 some years is some of the ecosystem players in, in the cities that are rising or that have been doing really well is they get what I call it comfortable. And when they get comfortable, others arise to the new plate. And I'm not saying that it's good or bad or different. I think we all know that things will just continue to change and what goes up must come down, what's down can go up. And that's, that's the reality of life. So with that, the entrepreneurship ecosystems, cities that are playing all around the world are really important for them to now focus on what can they do to cultivate their ecosystem beyond what it is. We've seen also a hyper focus from some of these cities on focusing on what specifically they want to attract or retain, but also seeing a much bigger approach, I'm going to call it from a global setting. Those cities are welcoming global entrepreneurs and opening doors are doing much more advancement in the space of entrepreneurship or in the space of small business development than those who are focusing just on their internal entrepreneurs. Now, this is really no right or wrong. They're both are good. And you probably need to have a, I call it a hybrid model between both of them. It's just for you to be aware of it. So as we continue to live through COVID, and as we have now transitioned from, you know, stop everything to move with everything, to really understand this shift that happened, I think during the two years past, many people have recognized that the resources that they needed and what it would take to really get things done were different than what they initially thought, or it actually flipped the equation because logistics, we all know about the challenge that we have today, we all know about the labor shortage, we all know about the inflation, all these factors now are playing a different role in the entrepreneurship ecosystem. In the past, you could potentially, some of the cities just put a call out there for entrepreneurs and people showed up. Now, some of the cities are facing different challenges. Now, of course, I get to work with usually underserved, underrepresented or under-resourced communities. So no one showed up. You had to really work hard to get them to show up or the wrong people showed up and you had to really find ways to engage the communities that you were targeting or you were hoping to engage. With that being said, it's important to recognize it will continue to shift. 
Now, I get lucky enough to read some of the reports of what's happening in the entrepreneurship ecosystem. And I see that some of the cities, I'm going to call them emerging cities, are now rising up to be one of the top cities in the world for entrepreneurship activities. What I'd like to say is think back for a minute and take a second to reflect on what was happening five or 10 years ago. Because usually it takes that long for the reports and for the communities to see what happened from the time that they started. As a matter of fact, one of the things I always mention in entrepreneurship activities, that what you do today, you can't really measure for at least 10 years. And having that long-term vision sometimes can be a burden for people or sometimes they can't even think to think that far. So let's continue having this discussion about how do we cultivate the entrepreneurship activities in our communities, recognizing what reports may say or what things are happening. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being with us. I'm your host, Ferris Alami, and this is The FinGen Show. We're discussing today the entrepreneurship ecosystem development and what we've learned over the last 20 some years that will continue to change. And what I'd like to ask you now is think about what can you do to cultivate the entrepreneurship activities within your communities? We all know that there are six components or eight components depending on which ecosystem development map you want to follow. So Mapsin has six of them, you know, Jen has seven of them. Every organization seems to have find a way to create their own ecosystem mapping. And there are lots of tools out there that could help you create an assessment on your community. And some of them already may have done the assessment on a, hyper, on a higher level, but they can also, of course, dig deeper and dive in to see what you could do in your local community on a much deeper level. But let's just assume that you're going to take these five or seven components of entrepreneurship ecosystem, whether it's policy, market, community, right, education, uh, infrastructure, uh, money, all these things, right? And you start looking at seeing what is really happening in your community, you might want to think about what can you do within the community that you have today with these components? Do you create a list of them? Do you create a map for them? Do you create a list of what they're really doing versus what they're really not doing? And many times what I've learned is people may say, we do all this stuff or we do a little of this stuff, whatever you say. I think when you take the time to really list it and look at it and view it in a deeper way versus what your brain might tell you, you might recognize that maybe it is true what you're thinking. My finding has always been that it's actually somewhat different than what we may think. Occasionally, it might be exactly how we thought, but most time it's somewhat different. Let me give you two examples. We may think that we are focused on tech entrepreneurs and we're promoting all the tech entrepreneurs. And then as we go through the process of examining what's really happening, we recognize that actually 80% of the entrepreneurs we work with are really non-tech. Now, I'm not saying that you ignore them the tech, it's just you become aware of what you're really doing. Then you start thinking about what services do I wanna offer this community to make sure that they're really going. Another example would be we have worked with some uh, cities and groups and they said, first, all of our entrepreneurs are minority entrepreneurs or, you know, women entrepreneur or whatever. And then when we conduct the program, they actually, none of that is the opposite. Uh, and then occasionally we have to really work harder to get those communities. I worked with another city where actually they told me it's the opposite. 
all of our entrepreneurs are you know general you know general public and they could you know they'll come and they'll do all this stuff and then once we start doing the program only minority entrepreneurs showed up immigrants women african americans and then what happened is is they start recognizing that the programs that we set to deploy didn't really match the people that they had to serve and therefore you had to realign those programs you might have to revisit those programs so having this kind of flexibility as you approach your program has become a key and i'm saying these things because as you become i'm going to call it an emerging city coming up with an entrepreneurship ecosystem that is developed you might have to go through iteration and i know sometimes people want to just jump from one place to another and sometimes you can most of the time you have to go through the process and the process could be painful but you have to go through it and once you go through the process you then become where you want to go I think one of the things you might want to think about as you go through this process is think about where you are today, where you want to go, and what is the missing thing that you need to do to get there. And then create a plan that could potentially get you there, but also be clear that the plan will take time and the plan will evolve and the plan is open for adaption and change. Thank you for being with us today. I really appreciate your tuning in. This is The Finjin Show. I'm your host, Fair Salami. Till the next show, have a good day.